what's our intro? That, that was quite. That would have been quite a good intro if, if I'd said hello before it. Yeah, well, you can always go back and just re-record a hello. Why don't you do it now? Hello. Hello. Chris, okay. has your dad got any hobbies yet? Yes, I shall tell you about them at length. Great. Let's let, t- tell you what. Let's record this bit afterwards, and oh, then patch it in first. That's genius. That sounds great. I'd like to talk to you about my father. My father has recently decided that he needs a hobby. Right. Yes, that's fair. He's Be- retired now. Because since he's been retired, what he's done is work. Like, Jesus, yeah. he's done edges and mowed grass and fixed doors and stuff. And he very much just sure. wants to not do that. Gotcha. So, in an effort to not have to do work, he's decided on a hobby. And what he's decided on is modelling. Oh, so he's what bought, kind of model? He's bought himself uh, a scale model of his favourite, like, dream car. Okay. Um, and he's going to build and paint his dream car. That's nice. And that's, I thought, that's great. Like, that's interesting that's because that's something I can help yeah. with at certain points. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and like you and Dad can convert stuff together, paint models up. <laughs> do, a, like, do, yeah, like, do a Nurgle Caterham 7. Yeah, 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 and like, and like, put like a death guard, put like, put a nurgling in the boot of his car, that sort of thing. <laughs> Play little, some little gas lamps. Yeah, go on. So it's a big model. Quick um, question: How's he fucked it up? <laughs> hasn't hasn't started it yet. And that's the joke. Right. Okay. So what we've been receiving over the past three weeks mm-hmm. is consignments of materials. Oh no! Because as as I'm sure you're aware, my father never does anything by halves. No, your father seems a man seems to be a man blessed with slightly too much money and not enough imagination. That is correct. Yes. So we now have a God love him. I'm quite I'm quite fond of your father. Yeah, I so don't want to stress that. But uh, the, we now have a four foot cutting mat. It's four foot square. Okay. I, like we don't have anything that's four foot square in this house. I don't I mean, know. You can play for. fucking kill team on it. I mean, yeah, it's like it's, it's <laughs> the same size as a kill team mat. Jesus, a four foot cutting mat. Um, what else did he buy? Um, thirty paintbrushes because they were cheap. Well, fair. Um, Any paint? Yeah, I'm getting to that last. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, tools for so clippers, scalpels, mm-hmm. files. Right, okay. Shit, you've got. Yep, a Dremel. Right, yeah. So I guess it'll be good to in- to inherit it when he gets bored. No, it's all it's all the worst quality. Oh really? Okay, sure. it's all trash. Cool. Like mm. the Dremel, he runs on a double A battery. Oh, that's not cutting through anything, is it? No, it's not, no. That's, that's, that's going to lightly bother the spring. Like, it came in this modeler's set, and the actual, uh, like... Okay. Uh, you know those, like, vacuum-sealed plastic... Dremel? You know those vacuum-sealed plastic <laughs> yeah. Dremel... Um, like Clamshells, clam clam that's it. Yeah. Um, it's it's for nails. It's for, it's for filing nails and doing nail art. Okay. Not right. plastic and metal like this thing is. Right. Um, and, then, and then he got the paints... And he, and he he got the paints, was very excited, took them all out to the garage and laid them out. Came back in and he said to me, uh, Chris, what do you use to um, to thin to thin and wash your brushes out? To thin the paint and wash the brushes out? I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, water. water. So, oh. Yeah. Well, he's using enamels, right? That doesn't, no, 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 he's using acrylics. Okay. Like, oh, that doesn't seem like it'll work. You bought acrylics though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I bought the acrylics that said in there. You bought the acrylics that the instructions told you to. That's right. going to go very badly for you. So I, he says, look, I'm going to get one. I'll show you. It's acrylic paint. Right. There's a flammable logo on top. That's that's quite hard to make acrylic paint flammable. This, all the sides have, like, the colour, the brand, right, the, yeah. the volume. And then the rest of it is warning label. Work wow. in a ventilated area. Do not get on your skin. Like, what the fuck is this? Your dad get illegal Chinese danger paint. I'm fairly sure it's like sarin in liquid form <laughs> that they've added food colouring to. And I took the top off and just thought, you know what, I'm have a whiff. Yeah, I'm just going to see what's in this. Bad, 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 bad. Kitchen smelt funny for about an hour. Jesus. And these are acrylics. These are acrylics. Yeah. I'm terrified. Yeah, I guess that's how he dies. Like, it, it says a lot about cancer and damage to reproductive systems on the pots. Yeah, well, I Not, guess if you don't drink too many. Yeah, one or two. It's a sometimes treat. Yeah. Um, and he's been watching YouTube videos for oh. a week now. Mm-hmm. And we're at the stage where he's too intimidated to start. Oh. Even though he's got all the bits. 
all the gear, no idea. Yeah, and like it's going to be great when he gets going. Yeah, he's going to love it. But it's just that first hurdle of yeah. you've bought everything now. Off you go. Yeah, and and like, and it has to. It has to look like the car. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, this is this is a this is a space marine I've painted. Yeah, it has no, to this... look like there's very much a real thing to compare it. Yeah, to. and it comes with screws. Okay, how big is it? Um, six and a half, seven inches. Okay, cool. Like you build the engine. Oh, that's kind of neat. Like it's, got all, it's got all the bits going in there. It's really cool. Want... It's, it's a lovely model. It's expensive as shit. But it's it's lovely. Mm. It's just maybe a big project for a first time. Wow, I guess just like do like a wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like half a motorcycle. That is a wheel. Yeah, it was just that those paints just really caught me off guard. Mm, Like I didn't know you could get poison in a paint pot. (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing, and I'm I'm super glad that it is because now I know, and it's something I can watch. Poison? Well, it's coloured poison. Should I put it on a tiny toy car? You can. You can. I mean, I can't stop you by law. I'd recommend you put it on your enemies. <laughs> it's a fun fact in the uh, in the eighties, uh, castle invaders used to fill up uh, uh, pots of this and pour it on their enemies as they invaded. <laughs> used to fling them over the walls with a trebuchet to poison the mm. water supply, mm. turning it a brilliant shade of red. <laughs> and I can't stress this enough. Poison. And also making it vapable. Maybe that's where vapes come from. <laughs> Poisoned wells. Well like I'm I'm thinking that, that whatever whatever this, this con- whatever this company is that's producing these evil paints is like I reckon that it's just like they've got different tubes and they switch over to vape or paint. Because they're both they're both as toxic as each other. Vampire vapes in cooperation with Tamiya. <laughs> <laughs> Great joke, Chris. Oh, it's okay. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. Welcome to Hearty Dice, friends. Hello. My name is Grant Harris. This is Christopher Taylor, and we are here to answer your role-playing game questions. We are experts. We are goddamn mother-loving mumther. We love our mumthers. We are goddamn mother-loving experts in the field of role-playing. Technically, we, we are professionals. Yeah, legally, in a court of law, we are professionals. we just done a friggin' Kickstarter. Ooh, yeah. we done it, we got the money. Well, we don't have the money yet. No. We can't stress that enough. And also, Kickstarter, those greedy motherfuckers at Kickstarter. Right. They take, they take 10%. Mm-hmm. Just for, just for being broadly reputable. And, and, they very cleverly leave the, the money in their accounts for several weeks. Mm, just letting that, letting that stew. Yeah. They gotta get their beaks wet. Get that fat dollar out of us. Mm. So that's we're not bitter. That's Kickstarter. Uh, they have your money mm-hmm. now, and hopefully we'll get it soon. Minus um, Mr. Kickstarter's tithe. <laughs> the tithe to the Church of Kickstarter. Yes. Yeah, we pay, we pay to the gods of crowdfunding, and I'll pay gladly if it means I get to have a job. Mm-hmm. But we are role playing professionals. But really, our our greatest hobby is answering role playing game questions that you've sent in or that we found. Yes, and uh, floating down the internet like turds in a river, like logs in Canada. Oh yeah, that's better, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have a turd in it. That probably oh, does. Cool. I mean, they're rivers. Fish yeah, got shit like, somewhere, right? I guess so. Look, this is gross. Can you ask me a question? I can. I can ask yeah, you cool. a question. What is your favourite ultralight rules system from Dwarves at Work? Which I hope is a band like Men at Work. Hmm. I very there's uh, there's four up, which is a great adventure system. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you roll a four up, if you roll a four up, it works. Oh. Uh, it's also known as <laughs> Savage Worlds. <laughs> oh, Zigburn. I played Savage Worlds. Why? Um, well, I was on the so I was on the One Shot podcast. Oh yes, that's why. Uh, recently, yeah, I was I was asked nicely by a influential person to do a thing. I was like, oh well, you asked nicely, and you're influential. So I went and played Savage Worlds, and it's fine. Yeah, you know it. You know it does the thing, but it's very much roll over four. Really, there's nothing. Yeah. No, and like there's like there's no success with complications, and 
you have a big stack of you have a big stack of points you can spend to re-roll the dice as much as you want, which means you just basically get to keep rolling until you get what number you want. Oh, if it matters, and it's just it's just a really sort of stoppy, starty American football of a game. Like, wait, no, I'm going to spend my Benny. Advance five yards. They call them Bennies. Oh, I don't. Benny like, is Benny is a character in the film The Mummy. Mm, um, no, it's short for beneficial token, I think. Oh, well, that that was his full name as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> beneficial token. I mean, do you not remember that bit where it's like going through all the religious symbols? Oh, those not <laughs> beneficial tokens. I guess. Right. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, I'd like to veer away from my Benny impression because I was like, I was, I was working up to it. I'm like, I can do it. I bet I could do a really good one because I've seen the Mummy recently. Yeah. And um, nope. Um, my favorite ultralight rule system is probably stick RPG. <laughs> stick RPG is great, which is brilliant. It has a very basic rule system. Uh, I seem to remember you roll the dice and you need to get that you roll a d4 and you need to get three or four or something. It's not very clear. But the most important thing is you have to draw your action before you do it on a bit of paper with stick figures. Yes. Which is tremendous good fun to just sort of have everything illustrated. And there's something, like, from a game design point of view, it basically happens. Like, you can't really argue that it hasn't happened when someone's drawn it happening. Yes, yeah. Like that time you, Jesus, beat up a man with another man. Yes, because Jesus was a pacifist, so Mm. he never hit anyone. No, you just swung your 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 um. What was the word? Page Sputnik. Yes, Sputnik. Yeah, because he yeah, orbited was, around the Lord. It was a deep theological. Um, also, I do want to stress it wasn't a satellite; it was a man. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah it was a human. It was Sputnik, a human man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I believe I pushed him down a hill in a chopping trolley as well at one point as a battering ram. I can't remember why. Well, we were twenty. But, <laughs> Those um, young heady days, the innocence yes. of youth. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Well, we 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 talk a good game on Wushu. We do talk a good game on Wushu. We that talk about Wushu light. a lot, and that is some mm-hmm. light-ass shit going on there. How long has it been since you played Wushu? Forever. Yep. Forever think, and a day. I think the issue might be that it's um, fundamentally brilliant as long as you don't play it for more than two hours. Yeah, like, it's so short burn. but the, It's exhausting. The neat thing about, about Wushu is that it's so rules light. That as mm. long as you're somewhere where you've got a bundle, you've got a fistful of dice, you can play it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really neat for conventions. Yeah. And things like that. We've got a lot of nerds around, so, so you've got dice all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just sit down in the bar and have a game of Wushu and come out after shooting some men. Yeah, very much so. And I quite like that um, because everything is creative. Like, you, you make up your stats. Yeah. Make up the setting. You don't need. Nobody needs to know anything prior to going in, mm. which is a there's nice no, way. There's, of there's doing no it. reading comprehension to do, which yeah. is nice. And the rules are: please roll underneath your stat. Yes, it's very straightforward. And yeah, and 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 also, it's basically roll under five because if you're not using your main stat, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yes, you are just a fool. Chris's main stat was Art of War, which covered every situation he was in. Power gaming in ultralight systems. Yeah, it was great. I mean, why not, hey? That's yeah. what they're for. I will also say Fate Accelerated is quite good fun. Although I wouldn't say that was ultra light. i say that no. was just light. And I've never played Fate, so I, could, I don't feel I could argue its case. No, it's all right. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, I think it came along at a really opportune time. I think that um, we needed a generic story game, and mm. Fate was there. And I think that there are much smoother ways to handle the exchange of um, power between GM and uh, player, but it's okay. You know, it, do, it it does the job. Yeah, I think I think honestly, like I don't like ultra light systems. No, I like no. It feels nice to. Yeah, I like quite light systems. I think I like writing quite light systems. I know you like heavy systems. Yeah, but sorry, I mean, like on the spectrum, it's I, the, the the lowest I'll go is quite yeah. light systems. Ultra light yeah. doesn't feel fun to me because I might as well just be telling you a story I think yeah I think at that point like there is there's the idea that ultralight is oh it's it's the purest form of storytelling and like that's one argument you can make for it but also it doesn't push any particular form of story no it doesn't um, push you in a direction well, like I suppose um, depending on ultralight let's say for example uh, shit we, we saw GURPS we, we read GURPS ultralight mm-hmm. 
um, which has one page for ranged missile combat, but no rules for social interaction. Well done, GURPS. So, um, it's Garbo. But, like, if you look at a at a, at a quite light system, like mm-hmm. Siren... Yes. That pushes a story yeah. wonderfully. Yeah. Whereas Wushu, nope. Yeah. And no I no say, story actually, pushed like, whatsoever. Like, Dogs in the Vineyard, once you get the central concept, is very light. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, there's there's a mechanic. Yeah. And everything and everything runs against that, and I think that ha- that having these having an ultra light generic system is just like fine, okay, whatever. Like that, ev- that's just for OSR, I suppose, or for just like dicking about and telling stories. That's okay, but if you write an ultra light system, it should be well, like any system should be focused around what you're trying, what kind of stories you want to tell. Yeah, exactly. This this is getting serious, and so I want to ask you a different question. Okay, ask me something about butts or something. Um, Will asks, you get two million dollars, but your least favourite animal species will triple in size. Do you accept? Why or why not? I think that if I did that, mm-hmm. there would be a, a real problem in, in cities and rural areas around the world. What is your least favourite animal? I fucking hate raccoons. Oh. And possums and those sorts of things. So I think I'm actually going to pick possum. Because they're the nastiest. Oh. I mean, yeah, they are they are grosser than raccoons, and I, I want to say I love them both. So imagine, imagine a, a a possum the size of an Irish wolfhound. That's that's pre- is it is it like rangy like an Irish wolfhound, or is it that sort of pleasing? No, it's still it's, it's still big. It's still round and and squishy. Yeah, but it's got, like, it's got it's got those babies on its back, each the size of a normal dog. Yes, and each of its teeth is now eight inches long. Mm, like a mouthful of nails. And they they're not there's not just one of them. Mm. Oh no no they're crashing through your underbrush. They're fucking mm. up your gazebos. And they're omnivores too, so they'll eat you. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, just, they're rubbing their you. snouts up against your conservatory at night. That's what they're doing. That is a problem. Yeah. But to answer your question, yes, I would take the two million pound and move. I suppose you don't live near possums, do you? No. That's actually not going to be an issue. For it's not going to worry me in the slightest. Whoever everybody else is going to be really pissed off. My least favourite animal species is the sea cucumber. Ah, now. Wait, no, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. It's the sunfish. It is the sunfish. Fuck sunfish. They are the grossest. They are horrendous mistakes. They are already quite large. They're already boat-sized. Mmm. Now, the odds of me running into a sunfish, very rare. Yes, infinitesimal. Although, three times bigger now, because... They take up more space. <laughs> That's how it works. Like, yeah. It increases your chances, right? I don't fuck with the ocean. Yeah, I mean, there are, by volume, three times as many sunfish. Yeah. There is three times as much sunfish in the world. Yeah, so you're three times more likely. That's how math works, I'm sure. I also works. I also feel like a possum getting that big would have some problems doing possum stuff. Like, tree branches would break. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Roo- they, they roofs would, would they collapse. Would, the deforestation would be that sort incalculable. Of thing. Whereas the sunfish, I don't think that would really change its life. No, but I believe that it, it would, would change. Carry on doing. It would change the life of coastal towns everywhere. Mm. As suddenly mm. all of these sunfish increased in mass and raise the sea levels, and flood Norwich. Okay, I, I don't think. Look, let's. I don't think that's that's sunfish expanding is not going to be what floods Norwich. It's going to be man-made climate change. But also the sunfish in you. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to take that too, Milo. Yeah, you are. Everyone's yeah, going to take the two mil because you can. Well, it depends what you don't like. Because, like, what if it's spiders? Yeah, like, is it? If is it's it all magic? spiders, that's a problem. Is it magic? We've got to wish. Well, or is it yeah, science? If, well, if it's science, they die. No, because what I'm it's saying the, is their hearts don't work properly and they die. Is the least favorite animal chosen mm-hmm. by you? Like, I really don't like this, or does it mind read you? Ah, okay, so maybe you don't know. So maybe you don't know that actually this one is the is the one that you like the least and it's actually is spiders. Like I I I'm, don't I don't I'm, like snakes. But I don't talk They're not your them. least favorite. They're not I don't my least favorite. I don't come into contact with them. No. And I, there's not pictures of them posted regularly on message boards that I see. No. But possums. Possums all over the bloody place and they're horrid mm. things. They're very cute. But like if there's a snake in person, I'd probably they're freak like rats, out. Like rats but infected. I, 
so I think the way this the way that the system works is you have that two million pounds. It's a big red button. Mm-hmm. And you can push it, and you can't lie to the button. If you lie, it will not work. So it's it's what you believe okay. your, your your most your most your least favorite animal species is. Because if it was spiders, I come into contact with spiders on a daily basis. I've got one that's in my bathroom. Her name's Shellob. Great. <laughs> she's she's doing really well. She's getting really big, but she'd be three times the size. So mm. like that's like cat threatening size at that point. Yeah, and your cat's not fighting that and winning. No, God no. So I think I think what I need to do is to look at. Get a new pet. Is to look at this more abstractly. Mm-hmm. Person comes to your house with a big red yeah. button and says, Hello, if, you, sir. "If you press this big red button, G- give him a voice. If you press this big red button, okay. bear in mind we've got a slightly evil voice going on here, just not too evil, mm. just like if you press Little this massage. big red button, you will get two million pounds." And that's the point where I push the button. Mm-hmm. I literally don't care about what he says next because there's that film called The Box, which is somebody you know, somebody dies. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so odds of that being somebody I know, slim. I press yeah. it ten times. That's cool. Now, what if he's, what if the end of the sentence is, you die? I've already pushed the button, so... But see, that's, that's the issue. Like, you should wait until the end of the sentence to, 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 to assume your risk. Mm, not for two mil. Grant dies. Your best friend and meal ticket <laughs> dies. Grant, we once had a very long discussion... <laughs> about the lengths I would go to to acquire the spell Mage Hand. Oh yeah, you'd kill me, wouldn't you? I would I shoot now. you in the face. Yeah. To acquire the spell actually, Mage I, I, Hand. Actually, I will say it wasn't. Um, it wasn't shoot me in the face. It wasn't kill me. It was shoot me in the face. Yeah. Like I, so, I, like, I, I would genuinely try and save you. Through and through, but like, like I'm, I'm, I'm hoping cheek. cheek to cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Thank you. I'll open. Hopefully, we can just sort of go yeah, through. Yeah, we work we'll, together. We'll work on out, this. Yeah. And like we, it, we Ooh, fix that's got it. a smart. Oh, he's gonna sting them. Please, please don't hit my jaw. No, I won't. I'm, I'm a very good shot. I'm putting it like not point blank because that'll actually cause more problems. But like, yeah, a yeah, little got, bit but, away. Yeah. But you probably want like, probably want something like I mean, a rifle. I could just do it if I go from back to front of the cheek. Back I could just hit one cheek. So I go out through the open mouth. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but I'm worried like to get far enough away from me that I don't suffer horrible muzzle muzzle burn. Well, I'm sure we can put a muzzle brake on it or something. We can do something. Oh, we can silence it. <laughs> I mean, that we're doing that just is cool. Yeah, still that's still loud, but yeah, it's just more, it's more like isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm pushing that button before they finish saying that at the end of the sentence. What? What if we got silences, but they were like, because you know how you get car horns and they sort of. What if we get silences that did it in kind of a fun note? <laughs> Just played the entirety of Green Sleeves every time. Well, because it would have like it, there's, there's only so much air, and the air's moving very quickly. So I worry that you'd have to have quite a lot of, I suppose, capacitors, but for but for wind. Oh God, it looks Just, so. What it looks like? Just to pull the trigger and then. <laughs> no, what, the it, theme what the silencer looks like is is mm-hmm. a trumpet that's been rear-ended. So it's this like okay. compressed mass of tubes and valves. <laughs> and what it is, if you've ever been to a country fair in England, you'd have heard this right. noise. Um, but what it is, is an enormous steam engine with valves attached to it. Mm-hmm. That plays this like... Noise. Yeah. And like an ice cream truck, but for boring instead of But for cream. boring, and it's more elaborate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that just goes on for hours at every country fair in England. Um, but it does that... <laughs> Just like just an AK firing on full auto. Yeah, so it does this like beautiful trill every time. I think that would make war much jollier. <laughs> I think it would be very interesting because you you very much be able to pinpoint which motherfucker just fired a gun in a city, because as they're running away, kids are following them. Uh, <laughs> ah, you see, Chris, but then. I'd have I'd have a false flag operation. People going around playing perfectly innocent trumpets, <laughs> and I'd have a, I'd have a gun that just makes a loud banging noise. Nobody have any clue. <laughs> but what song was it playing? No, it was a loud bang. That was just a, must be someone closing or opening a door. <laughs> you an idiot! <laughs> Get out of my office. Give me a badge and gun, Taylor. <laughs> I'll just type this up on my invisible typewriter. Um, ask me a question. When getting creative goes too far. By Necrotic mm. Banana. Necrotic Banana. This is a question from Reddit. Evidently, because I don't understand it's, it as being a question. 
Yes, and also our our submitters on the Discord have far better names. Yes. Than Necrotic Banana. Basically, Necrotic Banana was like, have you ever made up something with world building which your players didn't get and didn't understand? And what did you have to sort of file it down to? And I think as... I was going to say consummate world builders, but maybe that's a bit kind. Um, keen world builders. A-grade professional world builders. Yeah, yeah, you know what, yeah, sorry. Messrs. Tip-top. Taylor and Howitt. Yeah, worlds built est 2007. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, need to, we need to rewind that a little bit just to make ourselves sound a little bit. 1702. So, okay. Okay, has, has it been like a family business and like our, like our dads built worlds and their dads built worlds before them? Yeah. Okay. Worlds built, established, zero. <laughs> 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 I think I think te- technically the world was around before that. No, I, I know, but I like the idea of like, do you have a yeah. portfolio, and then just like this wide-handed gesture. Yeah, you just just sort of like, well, yeah, yeah, just all this. Have you seen mountains? That was us. <laughs> just gently rubbing his counter. This is the pinnacle of my work. No, and like and like, take some of take some uh, some unset jelly from out of your pocket and place it on the table and be like, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> when I say unset jelly, I mean the um, hyper dense jelly cubes. Yeah, yeah, still, still like together. Those are the most satisfying things I ever touched as a child. Have you ever eaten? They one? are, they're beautiful. Well, I figure they're like um, they're somewhere between ambrosia and leucosode. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're just they're just concentrated glucose and beef hooves. Yeah, they're slightly they're they're, they're slightly chewy deliciousness. Mm. And we water them down into jelly and make right? them cold we make like them idiots. Weak. No, these impotent jellies. That you, you want this Roland's energy bar? Was it Roland's? Was that the company that made jellies? Rolling. It had an R, didn't it? Yeah. J.K. Rowling's Rollins. The J Round stands tree. for jelly. Roundtree. God, her names. Jesus. Yeah, great. Thanks. Oh, I really like Hearty Dice Friends. What's your favorite bit? I was trying to remember the name of Jelly. <laughs> Every week. Hey, man, shut up. Can just look back in front of the listener. Uh, so, we do world building. And I think that we... So, the the way in which we do most of our world building is Chris and I sit down and sort of hash out ideas together. Mm-hmm. And the way... and Because I have the degree in writing... Um, I go and write it up pretty people to look at. And occasionally while I'm writing, I'll be like, ooh, I've got an idea. How about this? And then it's Chris's job to just slap those cocks out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. Just stop me from doing that. Save him from himself. That is, that is a... If I was not restrained by my, um, by my spouse and by my good friend Christopher, my career would not have gone as well as it, as it, as it has done. No. It's very much an equal relationship. There would be an element of ridicule. Yes. Uh, more so than there is already. <laughs> and so I think there is There is definitely... I, I definitely like to... I think my actual problem is I'm a bit edgy. Yes, you are, yeah. I'm a little bit of an edgelord. And like I can write in a straight line, so it doesn't always come across super bad. But there is a bit in like, oh, what if it's grim? Yes. What if it was sexy and grim? Yes, like a lot of the stuff that we cut out of Spire. Well, there's that. Yeah, there's that. You have to make a woman fuck it, then a pig comes out, which tells you riddles. Yep, that's the thing. That I mean, I think we've discussed that. We have discussed that. On the I'm show sure before, we have. Yeah, but it, we've definitely discussed that on a podcast before. Even yeah, this one. It bears restating for anybody that has started listening that you created a class where you fucked a womb until uh, a stone womb until a pig came out. Now the, the verb. And then the, the verb. The verb was rut. Sure. And a pig was simply one of the options. And it was for several hours. Like, it was not a short period of time. It was one hour you, you spent, fucked that. Okay, an hour that you spent with your dick in a rock. I've got to assume that, like, I think... Okay, so listen, so... I think that straight... That only thinking of sex as penis and vagina, PIV penetration, is dangerously backward, and there's an awful lot of foreplay with the rock womb that you're doing. That was not stated in the class. There is a lot of... Th- there's a lot of like, like sex is is a really broad spectrum, and you're mm-hmm. really pleasuring that 
faceless, limbless stone womb which you've built in your basement. Yes, that you made, yep. That you made out of bits of rock. Expressly for this purpose. Expressly for this purpose. And then at the end of it, you get either a pig which uh, eats madness, Mm -hmm. a needle-toothed child who uh, kills someone's firstborn and then replaces them, except everyone aside from the person who lost their child can tell that it's a needle-toothed, grey-faced monster. Yes. Um... A security camera made out of eight crows. Correct, yep. Sort of stapled together. And I believe yourself. That was also an option, yes. Yes. When getting creative goes too far, asked by Necrotic Mm. Banana, case in point. Yes. That is exhibit Um, fucking A. I think that uh, it is is very important, and this is going to be some real advice here, it's very important to have a group of supportive people who you can say, hey, hey, am I talking out of my ass? Mm Mm-hmm. And like you can, like you can hire people for that, but I think it's far better to have a group of people who it's like, oh, I've written something. Can you take a look? And yeah. everyone does that, and it's all happy and exchanging, and you know, you chat with each other and share your work and uh, interact as equals, and that's really cool. Um, rather than paying someone to do that, which you should probably do as well. Yes, and I mean, but honestly, like one of the things to look at is that y- you can be too creative. Yeah, like there's you can, you can, there's, you can try a, there's a book of that. It's called Tollus. City by the Spire. City by the Spire. It's by the Spire. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Second to mm. the Spire, you say, Monty? Mm. Um. <laughs> Came out 15 years before the Spire, eh, Monty? Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Telling. Um, <laughs> but that was, I believe, that's you sneaky fucking shit. Releasing it 15 <laughs> years before we even had the idea. Tollus, I believe. Uh, is over eleven thousand pages long. I think. I think. I think. That, I think is actually. I'm going to say four fifty four seven five pages. Yeah, yeah, one thousand two hundred pages of <laughs> setting book. It's got now. It does have rules for lion men. The lion men. It has rules for playing a lion man, which is like playing a normal man, but you have a lion's head and I think plus two strength. And then it has setting book for everything else. It's a very big spire. Yes. I think. I think. But like Tolus isn't the city in the spire. There's just a spire nearby which you can go and poke around in. And there's every NPC stats. And like it was Monty Cook thinking, how about we just? How about we create this huge, lavishly decorated system? This used to, uh, not system setting. So we have the. Every street is is discussed, and every district is discussed. And here are the the power plays at, at, at work here, and it's so hard to understand. Yeah. I just can't. And I, I believe actually that some of our listeners have actually used this book. I'm sure they have, which I'm genuinely impressed by. Um, well, I've, I've always wanted to play Lionel as well. <laughs> but the thing is, what you have there is you have a prescriptive system. Mm. It says no more than it says yes. Yeah, like, it gives you these great ideas. And let's say that you've read the chapter on the on the district that you're in. Mm-hmm. And you've read that in great detail and you've memorised it as the GM. Mm-hmm. And now your player says, I want to go to a different district. That they know oh, more no. about than you. Oh, no. Like, come Not on. Lion Town. Like, that, that is so awful when a mm. player knows more than the GM. Like, because it's very hard in a lot of cases, I'm not saying every case, but a lot of cases, to separate out the fact that you know all this shite. Yeah, for sure. And to let the GM just do their thing. Mm. And I can't stand it. That's why we do setting as as loose and maybe it's true, question mark? Yeah, I will say one thing. Um, my uh, my partner Mary is running a game of Spire for me, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a nightmare for her because because she has basically we don't really have a very tight group on uh, a tight grip on canon mm-hmm. in Spire. Um, so basically, she's running it with one half of the canon in the room. Okay, um, and so she'll be like, uh, "So your Magister." Um, someone called Mama Duval, and she'll look up at me like, "Is that okay? Is that an acceptable <laughs> name?" And I'll be like, "Oh God, no! Oh no! I'm, I'm doing it." 
And that is, a, that is an acceptable name. That's perfect. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, your, your spire is not our spire, but yeah. unfortunately, I'm in hers. So it's a bit, <laughs> which is a bit weird to sort of mess around. With. Yeah, that must be a bit strange. Mm. It's great. I'm playing. I'm playing Prince Harry, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, Prince Harry. But um, let's say he got kicked out of the army. Knight of the North Dogs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Posh. Posh Knight of the North Dogs. Nice. Yeah. Rep tank. I'm breaking my own game, baby. That's going to mean very little to anyone who's listening to this. This is a very much an aside. This is just masturbation. Uh, it's my question to it ask. Is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Innocent biotech name help asks the well dressed Reddit. So this is a kind of the question from Reddit, as you might guess. Yeah. Uh, this person is trying to come up with innocent names for biotech companies. And but they're trying to come up with names for biotech companies, and everyone they come up with sounds vaguely sinister at best. It's so really I was wondering difficult. if we could help them. Yeah, because if you go like Wellview, mm. that health box. <laughs> that's a subscription box. Could be worse. That's yeah. a subscription you, box where you get health every month. You just get you get hit points come through the door sloshing around. Yeah, just just like like in Doom. Hey, Chris, quick question. Let's say we extract health points and put them in a jar. What do they look like? Is it just blood? I assume it's just a red liquid, yeah. I imagine it's slightly more, like, translucent than blood. Okay. Like, like it looks more like Tizer. Like, like glucose syrup. Yeah. With something in it. Uh, you know what? Probably just, like, uh, like, I'm guessing lumpy vape juice. Oh. Hi, I'm lumpy vape juice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to, to to sell you a copy of Millennial Monopoly. I think Healthbox is something. Yeah. I could I could I could sign up for Healthbox, but yes, it isn't a um, it's it's a, it's a website. It's not like a or biotech it's a, or, firm, or, or it's a like it's a pop up hospital. <laughs> you know, it's a... <laughs> they've got a load of they've got a load of like stools and those exposed like light globes rather than proper. Yeah, strip and like it's all brick rather than yeah, something yeah, yeah. you can actually clean. Yeah, and, and there's like, an arcade your, machine in the waiting room, which is outside. Your bill comes on like it's scratched out on a on a on a chalk slate. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck them. Yeah. Um, but an actual biotech name, something, a company that makes biological items, technology. Yeah. So we want a biological word and a technology word. How about you pick a biological word? I'll pick a technology word. We count to three and say them at once. Okay, I'm trying to pick a biology yeah. word that isn't penis. There's so many other things that are biology. Yes, but... All right, I've got it. Okay. Three, two, one. Laser. Laser vein. That's good. It sounds pretty sinister, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> but like, Why do you pick vein? That's one of those sinister words available. <laughs> All right, okay, you pick a tech one, I'll pick a biology one. Okay. Okay, three, two... One humors. diode, diode humors. I like diode. Diode's a lovely okay. word. This, 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 this what we're looking at is that doesn't no. work. So yeah. what we need to do here is we need to. I want to see if it works. Is we need to look away from biotech and find mm-hmm. some, find somebody else who has sidestepped this problem. Okay. Arms companies. Ah yes. So they they, all, they they sound like perfectly innocent, don't they? Gunbox. <laughs> <laughs> the hate machine. Um, Murder Inc. <laughs> money from death. No, because, like, if you look Tired at... of strangling? Try weapons. <laughs> if you look at... Um, like arms, yeah, arms, like, like, like arms plane manufacturers. manufacturers. Bomb manufacturers. And defence contractors. You're looking at Lockheed yeah. Martin. Halliburton. Halliburton Thales. I definitely buy chips off Halliburton. Right. It sounds like she Halliburton. She was great totally. in the Spice Girls. <laughs> is, that, is that the the cross between Jerry Hallowell and Emma Button? Yeah, I, th- I thought that was quite good. Halliburton. <laughs> but so what they do is they take. I am a child of many mothers. <laughs> they take a. Oh, okay. We okay. Sure, you go. What? I, th- I, th- I thought maybe we could, we could have we could have a fun play around the idea that there was a nightmare homunculus <laughs> operating underneath the Spice Girls, but fine. I'm sorry, a fun play around with a nightmare homunculus that's gone so yeah. wrong for us in the past. Okay, sure, go on then. I forgot what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so we, we we take the names of arms dealers and like Halliburtons and your yes. So Lockheed what Martins. they've done is they've just taken mm-hmm. either names of people mm-hmm. to get away from the fact that they are gun merchants. Mm-hmm. Or they've picked 
old soundy words like Thales. Okay. Was it Thales? Thales. I don't know. It's a philosophical point of view. Ah, okay, cool. I like that. That they've taken. It, it's, yeah. it's like having your, your company called Solipsism. Hmm. Like Zen. You can call it Zen. Zen. They already do broadband. They do. Zen They're works very for me. good. Yeah, they are. They are actually incredible. Like, if you're not I using Zen want, Internet, you, you're just missing out. I do actually want to put in a completely unpaid promotion for Zen Internet because they helped me set up my router. Yeah, uh, they didn't have to do that. Like, like my dude got on got on the internet and looked up a driver. He was like, "Oh, you just download it from here." Mm. Anyway, go out, go, go go out and pay for Zen Internet. It's worth the money. Yeah, get Zen. Get Zen. Um, I think Zen's a good biotech name as well. Mm. I think that's sort. I, I think, think you need to completely abstract it from what it is and just call it yeah. something else. Yeah, and it's like it's not like Coca Cola is called like brown drink, is it? No. Um, you, all, you need to, all you need to do then is watch the what word you use. For instance, if your biotech company is called Monolith, mm-hmm. that's, that's an issue. Yeah, Monolithic or like like Draco. Yeah. Yeah, or Gunbox. <laughs> Don't call a biotech company Gunbox. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with biotech, just like you said. <laughs> <laughs> I was just said, watch what you're going to do. Anyway. Uh, give me a question. I will give you a question. Give me one of them questions. I'm hungry for it. Will asks, most original ideas in RPGs have already been had. What's the worst truly original RPG mechanic you can think of? Ideally one that you can use whilst at a normal gaming table. I think that there's not enough division in role-playing games. <laughs> there's halving. Yep. That's and that which is a kind of division, but I think that's baby's division. Yep. You know, baby's first division or divide oh, by two, whatever. Intro to role playing game. <sighs> what if it was like divide by seven? <laughs> not a good number. No, no, no. Like like not not a nice even number. And I think what I'd like to have is like we're t- we're talking like D three hundred divided by D ten. To give you to give you some sort of, I also think that every stat should be derived. Oh yeah, because you love derived stats. I think that every single stat should be named something like occlusive. That isn't a word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Difficult to understand. Yes. Um, yeah. Is that? A word? Um, and there should be no initial stat from which it is derived. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. The stats come on the sh- on the character. The first stats come on the character sheet, and then those are in turn derived from somewhere we presume online. <laughs> and then you simply add two or subtract to those stats with feats. Oh yeah, lots of feats. Yeah. Mm. You get you playing Pathfinder Second Ed. I need to play one of those. I think I think it's called a brawler character mm-hmm. from Pathfinder from, from from Pathfinder First. And what they get they get they get a number of points which they can spend to instantly buy feats. Which they have for the rest of the scene, and I just want to set my legs on fire <laughs> rather than play. That's so terrible. That's so. You've got tedious. to know every relevant feat. Yeah, and their costs. And like, okay, so like from one, like from from a from a theoretical point of view, it's really cool because you have different stances you go into, and you have different powers that you get when you have this sort of thing. But they're not stances; they're five feats you had to look up. Yeah, like, when am I going to have time to be descriptive when I've got my mm. nose in a book trying to work out what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Um, okay, so what, what about you? What you got? So I, I think divide by D10 is pretty solid. Yeah, I think, I, I love that. I like the idea that it's that it's um, an opposed role as well. Mm. Um, mm. So the, 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 the opposed role is just the factor by which your, your role is reduced. Mm. Just to make that even worse. You know how everyone hates roll to move in board games. Yes, let's put it in role playing games. Why not? Put it. Yeah, you move d six. D six. No, that's 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 too reliable. D twenty squares a turn. Well, no, because it, it'll be it'll be d six modified by your um, your speed derived score. Speed stat. Yeah, which which is derived from your dex and your agility. Yeah, but which is seven. another dice, not a number. Mm. Now is that okay? So. So, so here's the problem. Is it easier to remember, oh, I roll a d6 when I do speed, rather than adding 5 to it every time I do that? I Which is more awkward and less fun. I think it's much the same. However, adding 5 gives you an, a, some predictability. 
But we don't know. Yeah, we know we're adding D6. Yes, so you're adding between yeah. 1 and 6, so you can, it can be 2 or 12 feet. Can I put something forward? Yes. D4 heavy. The D4 is the least efficient available dice mm-hmm. in terms of time spent picking up, rolling, and reading to data, or like to available data that you can get from the thing. There is only four results you can get from a D4, and they all suck. Yep. I wanted a five. <laughs> Fives where real numbers start. Everyone knows that. Five and up. That's where it's at. Yeah, it's just baby numbers up until then. Okay, okay, okay. So everything you carry mm-hmm. has an encumbrance stat. Yeah, for sure. Which is a dice. I, oh, how does that work? So what is you it have, rolled? Is it rolled whenever you move? What you have is you have like on your character sheet. Your backpack <laughs> is a large empty space where you don't write anything. It's yeah. where you put the dice. Right, okay. And everything, every time you do something that could be considered athletic, yeah, you roll all those you dice. You roll all those dice and take that number away from what you're doing. Oh, that's interesting. That that's, that's the thing because that doesn't theoretically, that doesn't suck, but it sucks so bad. Right? Like it makes kind of a sense. That that chugs dick. <laughs> you just just... Actually, sorry. Actually, I just, I, just want to put, I just want to put something forward. Chugging dick is great. Um, and I don't want to besmirch anyone who does that. I think it's it's, it's a great thing to do. No, thanks. Um, that, was, that, was, that was, you know, it was a turn of phrase, and I think it's archaic, so it's bad. Let's just go with it. it's bad. But yeah, so you, you, you're you throwing these dice every time something yeah. athletic As happens, a negative modifier. As a negative modifier to, the, yeah. to whatever you're doing. So you'd need the positive, don't forget, the positive modifier has to be able to cancel out that negative modifier, roughly. No, Chris, Chris. We just divide it by your strength. What the the number rolled? The, the, the encumbrance number is divided by your strength number. That makes which sense. Which is which, which itself is a d10. So that so that gives you a, a basic like an encumbrance negative, which you then apply to your overall score divided by whatever. Yes, there you go. Maybe oh shit, maybe the um maybe the number you roll for division is how difficult the task is. That could work. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. And that number is drawn from a deck of cards. Oh, I see. So we're going for the old-fashioned as many different uh, results as we can get. Yeah, so what you're looking for is as many different number generation systems. Mm -hmm. Runes. And force them to integrate. Mm, Even when they don't. Like, I think they integrate via table. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, rather than integrating... Yeah, (laughs) like dice table. Rather than integrating, they are translated into one another. Yes, and you have to do that. You have to do that on the fly, rather than oh, I rolled that, so I get to draw three cards. It's like no, I rolled that, so what? How many cards is seven? Exactly seven cards. No, it's more like three and a half. Okay, hang on. I've got to. I've got to work out how to halve cards. Is your strength even or odd? Uh, It's odd. Okay, then you round down. Yeah, putting in rules which break basic mathematics. Yeah. Now, this is a special five. <laughs> this is known as Big Five. Now, Big oh. Five. <laughs> what if? Oh man! And like, and like, rather than writing five hundred, we just write five bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's three points larger. Ah, oh, and we can and we can justify it in fiction. It's like some sort of ah, the ancient wizards of numerology knew that drawing numbers bigger made them more powerful. <laughs> drawing numbers bigger made them represent higher numbers. <laughs> it's like ancient Egypt so with, f- the, with the with the with the uh, hier- not hieroglyphs the uh, frescoes, and the more the more important you were, the bigger you were. Yeah, so like a small five is worth less than a very very big. Five. Or it's less important. It matters less. No, 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 because a very, very big five, depending on how big it is, could be worth up to 24. That's true. <laughs> even divide by five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. That's really nice. And, like, and like we put in, like, we have to have, qu- we have to have qu- quadratic equations to work out, I'm guessing, um, like, arcs of fire. I, I think, honestly, like, to keep it sane, in quotation marks, mm-hmm. the quadratics would have to be at character creation. Like, forcing someone That's, to do yeah. quadratic... Hairlines. Hairlines. Uh, did you say tan lines? Yeah. Well, sorry, I said hairline. But yeah. tan lines works as well. 
Yeah, quadratics wouldn't work. That isn't physically capable. No, you can't. You just can't knock those out of table. Like, however, can I put something forward? Yeah, we have a we 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 write in the book how to do a quadratic equation in this system, and then we do it wrong. And then if anyone says nothing, says no, that's just the rules we use in our system. <laughs> and slowly, like a different way of doing maths. quadratics. Get it published in a paper. Mm. <laughs> No, it's not good. I want to stress it. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work. Oh no! It doesn't hold together. No, oh, that's that's. Uh, what, what, what do we call it? Crux. Crux. Yes. Well done. I've got. I've got. I've got a last question for you. All right then. Fans writes in. Our droid says, if she turns into a bee and uses a single sting on someone, does she get another one? If she becomes a bee again in the future. How is she going to become a bee again in future? Um, cure like wounds, I imagine. But like, you die after having your stinger ripped out. It's not. It's not instantaneous. You are dying, and that's just death saving throws. Right. So it's possible with surgery or just like dropping the bee in. <laughs> so a... I just got this image of like this clinical. Surgeons, I suppose it's surgeons, laboratory, surgery, um, yeah. with this enormous bee with a. I was a imagining mask a on. tiny bee. No, 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 with, with normal sized paddles. Enormous bee with this like um, anaesthetic mask on. Yeah, and the oh. doctor just sewing a stinger back in. <laughs> I'm afraid she'll never sting again. It's mainly aesthetic now. So the trick is, I suppose. You can heal any damage with cure like wounds. Well, with, with cure wounds, right? Yeah. Um, and that, and like, assuming this is Dungeons and Dragons, because it kind of sounds like it, there's no rules for, oh, you've been disemboweled. Mm-hmm. There's no massive damage rules unless you go into alternate rules uh, territory. So, all damage is effectively cosmetic until it isn't. Not let's assume. Quite. Well, let's, let's assume. That sticking sticking a stinger in someone instantly reduces you to zero hit points. Okay. And bees have no means of receiving medical attention. Correct, yes. So that's why bees die. Correct, yes. Well done, Grant. That's why bees die. Mm-hmm. But the issue, I think the question here is, when the druid turns into a bee, is it the same bee every time? So I would argue yes, because it is you as a bee. Oh, it's your it's your it's your B um OC. Your B Sona. Ah uh, yes. Um Sorry? Bisona. <laughs> that's the one. Thank you. Um However, just healing them wouldn't bring back the stinger. Casting regeneration would. Because right. if, oh, you, yes, if you lose if you lose an arm, arms. Yeah. cure light doesn't cure wounds doesn't do that. It just no. makes you well. Regeneration brings back the arm. Are there rules for losing your arms in Fifth Ed? No. I, I haven't read any. But there are rules for getting them back if they are lost. Right, so so so, so we can infer it must be possible to lose them. Yes. Or I guess get bonus ones. Yeah. Um so, so we, would... we treat it like a we treat it like a limb. Yes, you treat it like an arm. So it has to yeah. have a, it has to be brought back. So if it hasn't if if the bee hasn't had regeneration or whatever it is cast on them, then mm. when they come back they do not have the stinger. They like they can heal up their guts, like push their guts back in, and you know, yeah, cure like wounds over the. But it'd be like a, it'd be like a scarred ass, <laughs> rather than this this proud stinger. Now, quick question: mm-hmm. Does that carry over to human form? No, because that's not a thing on in human form. For instance, the fur of a bear does not cover um, translate over to human form. True that. So damage to a stinger would not translate over to human form because you don't have a stinger. But, but let's say, let's say, as that bear, you get stabbed in the side. Yep. And then you morph back into human form. Yeah, no, that's you, that's the bear's problem. Still been stabbed in the side. I would argue that's the bear's problem. Right. Okay. Because what's the thing that it, it's oh, not yeah, the, the hit bear. points transfer over? So yeah, it would the hit, the hit points transfer because it's it's not like summoning a bear, which is from the elemental plane of bear. Mm. You just turn on the bear tap, a bear comes out, jumps around, you know, does the thing. And then disappears. This is you dressed as a bear, basically. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. The you would have a very scarred ass. I guess. Well, I guess like tailbone. Yeah, like the area around your coccyx have, is a bees mess. Bees have bits down. I guess they got the bees got to poop. Yeah, but like their legs are halfway up their body. Yeah, that's true. Probably. I don't hmm. know. I've never really looked closely at a bee. I'm assuming a lot here. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they've got a thorax. You're right. They've got, they've got, they've got, they've got the big booty. Yeah. That big humbug booty, which I like so so fine. <laughs> Down with the bees. Mm. Um, I think bees are my favourite insect. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. Yeah, they're right. Like no no one else, no other animal makes delicious food for me to eat. That is which true. I, which I have to steal from them. No other animal makes good food. Other animals are food. <laughs> for sure. I'll eat a pig. You will. I've seen you do it. Yeah, yeah. But I just think that there's not enough... I just feel that there's something inherently magical and whimsical about it. different species being able to share food that they make for each other. A bit like when a fox comes and eats chicken out of my bin. I'm sorry, that they make for, for each other. That's not true. Look, look, we provide the bees with a place to live and a smoke-free environment until we want honey. <laughs> and these poor people should just, just like it. Like that we take the stuff from them. They should love it. I mean bees. Oh, bees. Don't be, don't be stoned on poor people. They don't make any honey. <laughs> don't even contribute to society. It's not, it's, not, it's not like you take the side off a council estate and you get a load of delicious just, honeycomb out of just it. Just run a knife down the side. <laughs> Jesus, sick. Um, no, um, sorry, it, it's obviously, sorry, it's not made for each other, but different species making food, we can share in that. Yes, yeah. Which I like. Now, admittedly, they can't eat our food. Jam, I guess, or is that wasps? That's wasps. Yeah, I mean, they probably could. But, like, I'd, I'd like to point out that uh, a lion can make food that we can eat. That's not really making. Their primary diet is a fucking bison or a, an Their antelope. primary diet is uncooked that. bison guts. Yeah, and we can eat that. We've got to cook it. Yeah, still, like, that takes like five seconds. But if, if, mate, next time you serve me bison guts, please cook them with lion teeth marks in them. Please, suck <laughs> them for more than five seconds. <laughs> but my point Before you is fry up like, them prairie chitlins. We eat raw fish. We do, yes. So, beavers, they eat fish. I don't know if they eat fish. I don't know why I put Be- beavers. Be- well, I, don't, I don't think they do. I don't, but beavers do make things, which is cool. Beavers are, the, beavers are, are an industrious spe- uh, species. They are. Also They'll make assholes. a dam. They'll, beavers will make a dam. Birds will make a nest, which we can eat. There we go. Exactly. Birds nest soup. Yeah, I love eating sticks. Chris, if this podcast was a horse, I would drown it. Good. This I hate is, horses is, too. This has gone so wrong. Let's, this let's is just, stop. And this let... is just, this is, this is like it's stumbling away. Bye. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm still a little bit sick. That's what I'm blaming this on. Yeah, sure. My brain um, is adult. Yeah, I think, I think we should wrap it up because that just, that, that trailed off into what animals are not workshy bastards. <laughs> what as animals I, don't emulate the poor? As I get increasingly Tory as I veer towards 40. Yes, I, I, I want you to promise me, if I ever turn Tory, you'll kill me, right? Oh, I will drown you, yes. Thank you, yeah, like a horse. But I will Love tell you I'm going to do it first. You have a chance to change your ways. Thanks, man. This like has been <laughs> Sorry? It's like 10 minutes warning, so just be braced. <laughs> how, will you, how would I prove it to you? Uh, that's not on me, mate. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Well, or rather, you won't. <laughs> that's how you're going to die. Thank you so much for listening to Hearty Dice Friends, uh, which will now be used as evidence in court. Uh, my name is Grant Howitt. That's Chris Taylor. If you like what we did, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dice Friends and give us some money. You can give us that sweet cash you've got in exchange for, well, we'll keep making the show, which is nice. It really you know, helps us out. And also you can come and hang out in the Discord, ask us questions, chat to the lovely people there, play Destiny 2. That's a big thing. Are, 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 are you guys still playing that? We are. We are. We're, we're having a little break because there's a big expansion thingy coming up. So oh. everybody's having a little break to get it out of their systems and then we're coming back for the new, the new stuff. I played Destiny. It was like Halo, but with too much jumping and too many guns. Too much fun. I hate it too. Too much me. fun. Not enough warthogs, for my tastes. I think you just don't also, like video games anymore. I think also, I'm not playing it side by side on the couch with you in second year. It's not 2006. I'm so old. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I'm going to have to go and vote for Brexit. <laughs>
<laughs> Hello? I'd like to change my decision on the referendum. It doesn't matter, so I know. <laughs> I just want to nod it. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at HDF Podcast, and you can send us a question to heartydicefriends at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for being understanding about this one being late. Chris was sick, and so this is a bit late coming out, but hopefully we can get it out uh, to you hungry little baby birds, and you can uh, you can enjoy this podcast as you wish to. We love you. Mm-hmm. We love you. We have used illegal technology to shrink ourselves down very small so small and we are roaming across your nooks and crannies like proud explorers not in a sex way you understand this is just a very close friendship way I do want to stress at the scale we're working we can't even we can't really identify sex organs you're like as brave explorers we will try we will try. Well, uh, we're, we're going to discuss that with you in writing via some sort of vid screen. But at the moment, we're so small. We're basically fighting the microscopic creatures that live on your skin. Oh, that's um, so occasionally, what you might see is what looks like a little, a, a little sort of red dot laser sight disappear on your skin. If you can just smush your thumb into that, that's probably pretty helpful to we, us. We are painting a target. Yeah, that's us lasing one of the bugs that lives on your filthy fucking body. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> if at some point your arm looks like the Somme, that was us. <laughs> we have bought little matches. <laughs> We've bought little matches, bombs, and I believe Chris has a sort of foldable biplane, which I think will be used at the end. Filled with no small amount of Agent Orange. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. Bye.